0: Welcome to episode 8 of That's All I Know, the podcast for the perpetually curious. I'm Danielle, back with Mother. Good, uh, good evening. Evening, yeah. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got some interesting stuff for you. Okay. Now, normally you have your clue. Yeah. But you did give me a bit of a request. Did I? So I've not got a normal clue for you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, you asked for something Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah. But Well I, su- I suggested wins. you could do an Olympic one, yeah. yeah okay, well. that's took that as a request. Alright, fair <laughs> enough. I will give you the point though. If I'm gonna tell you which Olympics it was, I want you to tell me what year. Oh god. So we are talking about the third Olympics. What year was that? Modern Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Um 1904. Yeah! I know, you didn't think I'd know that, did you? (laughs) Well, there you are. So we are talking about the 1904 Olympics. Let's just say that I might need to re-jig some of the facts I was going to (laughs) use later on in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm definitely not going with the first Model Olympics was held in 1896. (laughs) That's my true fact. (laughs) Anyway, okay, moving on. Okay, one point to me. (laughs) All right, then, if you're such a smarty pants, where was it? It was in Greece. In 1994. Oh, sorry. No, the first one was in Greece. Oh, no, that's my next fact. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to have to rethink my facts in a minute. Um, I've got no idea. So the third one was in St. Louis in Missouri. Right, okay. There were 94 events across 17 disciplines. Okay. We've got archery, athletics, boxing, cycling, diving, fencing, football, golf. Golf was there. For some reason they brought it back. Gymnastics, lacrosse, rock. Which is like a version of croquet. Right, okay. Rowing, swimming, tennis, tug of war, weightlifting, and wrestling. Okay. There are 17 disciplines. Mm. It was the first time that boxing, dumbbells, freestyle wrestling, decathlon, and lacrosse mm. were in the Olympics. Okay. And the only time that rock was in it. <laughs> okay <laughs> they clearly tried it out and were like we don't need that one it's claim to fame they had uh demonstration events for basketball hurling american football and baseball meaning that they basically just played them for like exposure for the sport mm. there were no medals for them yeah and boxing women's boxing was another demonstration sport. And Gaelic football was an unofficial demonstration sport. Okay. So it's like unofficial, unofficial. <laughs> What's the point? No idea. I suppose just they wanted to have a kick about. Is that what Gaelic football is? I don't know what Gaelic football is. <laughs> I'm not sure. Might have to learn that. Uh water polo was also played. Mm. And it wasn't a demonstration sport at the time, but it's also not counted now. Oh. So I couldn't find out why they decided to discount it, but it might have something to do with the fact that they played it using American rules and only American teams were allowed to compete. (laughs) A German team tried to enter, but they were rejected. Sounds fair, not. Yeah, but they were all not, they were not all part of the same water polo team, so they weren't allowed to compete. So America got the bronze, silver, and gold because mm-hmm. they were the only three teams. Oh, God. But that doesn't count anymore. Okay. A little, um, I don't want to say fun fact about the water polo is that, that the swimming and the diving were all held in an artificial lake, the other end of which had animals like drinking and bathing and whatnot in this lake. Oh, God. (laughs) Within a year of the Olympics, or within a, a year of the water polo event, four of the players died of typhus. Whoa. Now, typhus was everywhere, so you don't know for sure that it was because of that, but It's not a ass coincidence, is it? No. I mean, do you remember the Green Pool last time? Yeah. So that's got nothing on this, (laughs) is it? (laughs) Hmm. So I'm sure you're wondering, Mm. how many women were in the Olympics in 1904? Um... There were 651 athletes. How many do you think were women? 22. Six. Six? (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was going low (laughs) with 22 then. (laughs) Wow. There were six women. And most of what I'm going to tell you is going to be about the men. Because those six women only competed in three events in one sport. Oh. Women's archery was added this year and that was the only medalled event for women rubbish five of those women were from the same club they're from Cincinnati Archer's Club in Ohio mm-hmm. and Linda Scott Howe won gold for all three of the events one of them was part of a team that okay. yeah, that team won and two individual events she won gold for all three and who was the other person? Where was she from? If five of them were from America, where was the other one from? Oh, she was also from America, but she oh. was not part of that club. Oh, okay. Oh, so there were no women in any other countries in 1904? No. Did you not know there were only six women in the world and everyone <laughs> in America? <laughs> <laughs> so among among those 651 athletes, mm-hmm. there were only 12 countries represented. Oh. So we had Australia, Austria, Canada, Cuba, France, Germany, Great Britain, Greece, Hungary, South Africa, Switzerland and the US. Right. Only sixty two athletes were from outside of North America. <laughs> <laughs> but what did we do from here then? Just buy someone a random some random person a plane ticket or uh, Wouldn't have even been a plane ticket, would it? A boat. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a boat. A boat trip. Maybe that's why, though, because it took so long to get there. Yeah, I mean that is why, because it was difficult for people to get there. Yeah. But also, there's a lot of tension in the world. Ah, oh, yeah. That meant people didn't really yeah. fancy it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Only 62 of them were from outside of the US. Mm. But it might have been a few more than that, because America might have claimed some medals that didn't belong to them. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> First off, we have Frank Bazzoni. He was listed as an American cyclist, but he was not a US citizen until 1917. Mm. So, he was actually Italian. Yeah. I can tell by his name. At the Olympics. Mm. But they claim his medal. Or claim him as one of their competitors. Uh, fun fact about him. He died on Christmas Day in 1926. Oh. Yeah. Is that a fun fact? No. Mm. Very few of my fun facts are fun. <laughs> Charles Erickson and Bernoff Manson. They won a gold medal each for wrestling. Mm. Both those medals went to the U.S., but they were both Norwegian. (laughs) Why? So they were living in America at the time, but it was found in 2012 that Charles Erickson didn't become a U.S. citizen until 1905, Mm. and Bernhard Hansen was listed as an alien in 1925, so he might never have been a U.S. citizen. Mm. So even though they were living there, neither of them were actually American citizens, so shouldn't have been American athletes. Mm. So in 2013, the Norwegian Olympic Committee um, like formally applied to have those medals given back um, and to have the nationali- nationalities of those two changed in the IOC's database. Mm. I mean... I'm all for arguing for the right thing. But in 1904 yeah. to 2013, they yeah. were going to get an archon on about these medals and get them changed. I mean, look how much they still go on every every other minute about how many medals they've won. And Oh, no, I do understand it. But it just feels like, who picked up that cause more than 100 years later? Do you see what I mean? It wouldn't have been the athletes themselves, of course. No. So, you know... It was like, actually, do you know what? I want their medals back. The Norwegian Olympic Committee, apparently. Hmm. But did they get them? Not yet. Oh my God. It's not been a decision age yet. Oh my God. <laughs> they take longer than. How long? <laughs> Flip it. That's insane. Eight years later. And they still don't know. No. Jeez. Then we have Bob Fowler. Okay. He again competed for the U.S., mm-hmm. but he didn't become a citizen until 1907. Mm-hmm. He was born in Newfoundland, yeah. So he is sort of, by some people, thought to be the first Olympian, first Olympian from Newfoundland. Mm. But the Dominion of Newfoundland was only established in 1907 as well hmm so before that it was a british colony so he might actually have been a british athlete right okay is anyone arguing for his stuff or no i think (laughs) no one really knows who he belongs to so (laughs) (laughs) what was his sport uh he was a runner okay frank gailey Mm. he was an australian swimmer okay he won four medals in 1904. But he didn't become a US citizen until 1906. Mm. But he was sponsored by the Olympic Club of San Francisco. So he belonged to an American club, but yeah. he wasn't a US citizen. Um, so the Australian Olympic Committee do count his medal as their own. Yeah, But the IOC recognise him as an American athlete. Hmm. So Australia's just got their own tally going on. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. And the last one of those is Albertson Van Post. I think that's how you say it. Interesting right. name. He won five medals. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely doesn't sound American. No, he doesn't. He won five marks miles five medals <laughs> charles tatham won three medals and they were both down as representing cuba even though they were american what <laughs> so the ioc just had no idea who belonged where and what belonged to who i mean it was before the likes of excel
1: <laughs> it, and microsoft
0: i mean how did they keep all the records of this on a in a notebook or on the back of a fag packet or something, you know? It's crazy. <laughs> Just someone had it all memorised. Yeah. <laughs> so in total in this Games, mm. there were 285 medals awarded. Okay. 239 of them went to the US, of course. Now we know about a home advantage, but that takes the big It does. <laughs> it does. Great Britain won two medals. Ooh. But they were both won by Irish athletes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, we did not really win anything. Yeah. Uh, they won competing for Ireland, they were competing for us, but Irish athletes. Okay. So, other than the ones that no one knew which country they belonged to, I've got a couple of other men that you might, might like to know about. Okay. So, we have George Isa. He was the only person before 2008 to compete at the Olympics with a prosthetic leg. Mm. He had his leg amputated after it was run over by a train. Ow. Yep. So he had a wooden leg for the Olympics in 1904 and he won six medals. Flipping egg. In what sport? Gymnastics and rope climbing. What? Three golds, two silvers, one bronze. That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. With a wooden leg. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, five five medals in gymnastics, one in rope climbing. Crazy. He did well. He did do well, but yeah, no one else competed in the Olympics with a prosthetic leg until two thousand and eight. Wow, impressive. And that was Oscar, yeah. So there's there's him, and there's one other person, and I should have written it down. I think it's Oscar Pistorius was the next one. It must be, because I think he... There was a big thing at the time of him entering the Olympics rather than the Paralympics. Or didn't he enter both or something? But was he 2008 or 2012? Two thousand eight. I think so. I think it was before our ones. Because mm. I think he came to our ones as a champion or right. something. I might be wrong, of course. But I feel like we know about him before he came to London. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, and he's another Hulk. Didn't make it to Rio, did he? No. He did not. For the sake of being a know-it-all, that she is wrong. It was 2012, Oscar Pistorius competed. And in 2008, Natalie DeToy swam for South Africa. We have Frank Kugler. He won four medals. Hmm. Two in weightlifting, one in wrestling, one in tug-of-war. All related, yeah. He was a strong man. Clearly. And in doing that, he became the only athlete ever to win a medal in three different sports in a single Olympic Games. Okay. Is he still the record holder of that? I believe so. Hmm. Now, he did win four medals in free sports Mm. and that is impressive but he did finish last in 9 out of 10 of the dumbbell events but there were only 3 competitors, he's still got a (laughs) medal right, (laughs) that's the way to do it isn't it so I don't know if he was rubbish but lucky that there were only 3, or if he was really good but the others were better Okay. Doesn't matter. Still got a medal. Mm. And then we have Albert Corey. Now he is another one who the IOC could not decide where he belonged. But I've left him separate for a reason. So he competed in some team events where they were down as a mixed team. Right. Because he was listed as a French athlete with... For, like, definitely American athletes. Okay. Although I say definite. As definite as they could be, apparently. Right. (laughs) So, for that event, they won silver medals for that. And they were down as a mixed team. Okay. Because he didn't have the right documentation to be considered an American athlete. So, he was French for that. But... He was American when he won the silver medal for the marathon. Right. Okay, because they needed him. So I guess they didn't need his silver medal when it was the team one, because they've got their own athletes to get it. Yeah. But when it was the marathon, they're like, oh, actually, that's our one, please. (laughs) Yeah. And it's his event. It's the marathon Mm. that I'm going to tell you about. Okay. Now, do you know how long a marathon is and why? I know that it's 26.2 miles, Mm -hmm. or I believe 40 kilometres. It's 42.195 kilometres. Okay. Uh, Why? No. I don't know. So that only became the standard distance of a marathon in 1921. Right. And it was based on the 1908 Olympic marathon. Okay. Because... The 1908 Olympics was in London, and the royal family requested that the marathon go from Windsor Castle to the royal box at the stadium at White City. Right. And that was the distance. Oh. So the standard distance of a marathon is the distance from Windsor Castle to White City. White City or Whitechapel? White City. White City. What's White City got to do anything, sorry? That's where the Olympic Stadium was in 1904 Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so Windsor, Windsor Castle to White City. That's, that's the distance. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in 1904, it was unstandardised. So their marathon was just short of what we now think is a marathon. Theirs was 39.99 kilometres. Right, okay. It was five laps at the stadium, a bit of a run around some country roads, and then back to the stadium. Okay. The favourites going into it were, surprisingly, four Americans. (laughs) (laughs) There was Arthur Newton. He came fifth in the marathon in 1900, and he was the only athlete to return from that Olympics to this one okay and then we had Michael Spring John lawdon and Sammy Meller they were the last three Boston Marathon winners before this so 1902 3 and 4 mm. only one of those four finished the race oh yeah 40 athletes were slated to compete 8 of them didn't start 17 of the ones that started didn't finish. Oh. Including the three marathon winners, Boston Marathon winners. Mm. And Bob Fowler, a bloke where we don't know if he's American, British, or Newfoundland. Right. Um, So, if you're doing some quick maths, that means 15 athletes out of 40 crossed the line. What a weird thing. Why didn't they all finish? I'm going to tell you. Hmm. So you know how normally Marathons start in the morning so they don't get too up? Yeah. This one started at 3pm. Mm. When it was 32 degrees Celsius. Oh my god. <laughs> what a terrible like, can you thing. Can even imagine? No. How could you ever be bothered? I wouldn't start the race. I don't blame those eight. I mean, in fairness, I wouldn't start the race at any time or temperature. But mm. Wow. So I'm going to tell you about the first five across the line. Okay. So the first across the line is Fred Laws. He was a pretty player, so he trained for marathons at night. Okay. He won a trip to compete in the Olympics by finishing in the top eight of a special seven mile race held by the Amateur Athletic Union uh, like two or three weeks before. Hmm. Not much prep time. No, but I suppose he'd been training for that race. Mm. So whether or not they thought he could run a marathon, he could run some distance. Yeah. So he he won his trip to compete. And he broke the finishing line tape at just under three hours. Hmm It's quite impressive. Hmm. He had his photo taken with Alice Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt's door. Mm-hmm. He was the president at the time. I don't know the presidents, but I know that one now. Yeah. And he almost had the gold medal around his neck. The only problem was that the spectators piped up to say that he hadn't actually run all of the race. Oh. So he drove 10 to 11 miles <laughs> <laughs> in a car. Yeah. <laughs> so he actually withdrew from the race around nine miles and then got in the car mm. to go back to the stadium. Like there were cars following the race, he got in one of them and um, was going back to the stadium. But that car broke down around mile 19. So he decided to carry on with the race. <laughs> Crazy. And he thought he was going to get away with it. So he carried on, on foot, got into the stadium, crossed the line, all of that business, and yeah, it was only as he was being given the medal that the spectators were like, "I got a minute." He didn't even run it. Mm. So he said that he was joking and he wasn't actually going to accept the medal. Yeah, black, but the amateur athletics union did give him a lifetime ban. <laughs> Good for his little prank. But they reversed it pretty quickly. He was only actually banned for less than a year because he went on to win the next Boston Marathon. Oh, okay. okay. But he didn't get in a car for that one. If he did, he didn't get a call. Right, okay. So he was the first across the line that he was disqualified. Okay. So our actual official winner is Thomas Hicks. He finished in 3 hours and 28 minutes. Right. He also would have been disqualified by today's standards. Why? (laughs) At 10 miles, he wanted to drop out of the race. Yeah. But his team wouldn't let him. At that point, he was a mile and a half ahead. And his team were like, no, just carry on. Just carry on. Keep running. Yeah. I mean, he's still got a way to go. Yeah. I would drop out. Um, At that point, he asked for water. Mm. His team also said no to that. And instead, they washed his mouth with like a a sponge covered in warm water. Why? I don't know, but that sounds terrible. But why couldn't he have a drink? They said no. They were like, no, just shut up and carry on. I mean, I just sat on the floor and not moved. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But either then or seven miles from the end... It depends on the source. They say different mm. things. He was given a dose of strychnine. Mm. Do you know what strychnine is? I'm not really... I know the saying of it, but I don't really know what it is. So strychnine is rat poison. Oh. And in little doses, really tiny doses, Yeah. Um, it's a stimulant. Right. So they gave him some of that with some egg whites. Oh, God. and told him to carry on. I feel, yeah. Yeah, I know. So he was wrecked, <laughs> but he carried on. And when he heard that Fred Laws has been disqualified, he perked up a bit. Right. So his team were like, let's perk him up a bit more, give him some more Strictly. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so they gave him a bit more, some more egg whites, and some brandy this time. <laughs> <laughs> Typical uh, runners' runner's diet. Yeah, poison egg whites and brandy. Yeah, (laughs) they also poured warm water over him, as if that's not the last thing you want in the middle of a marathon. Oh, I hope he sucked this team afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it worked though. It did perk him up a bit, and he did carry on. Right. In the last mile of the race, Mm. he begged for a lie down and some food, and they were like, "No, keep running." He's hallucinated at this point. He thinks the finish line is still twenty miles away. Right. But they're like no, just carry on, just carry on. You haven't got long left to go. Just crack on. They offered him tea which he didn't take. Um but he did take the egg whites of the brandy that they offered him. And no rat poison this time? I don't think so. Again, different sources are not quite clear on where and when he was given rat poison. But I don't think he was given it at this point. Right. So he made it back to the stadium. Yeah. On his own. But once he was in the stadium, they had like a partial lap to finish. And he was carried that distance. In what I imagine to be like cartoon style running. piggyback. No. His team were like carrying him but his legs were still moving like he's running. Right. So, like, how I picture Cartoon running. Yeah. Yeah, he was carried across the finish line. But still given the gold medal. No. He's he's still the official winner of that marathon. Wow. Now, he was given enough strychnine that another dose would probably have killed him. Oh, God. And as it was, he almost died in the stadium. He collapsed after crossing the finish line and it took four doctors an hour to get him well enough to be taken away from the stadium. Mm. And he lost eight pounds in the course of this race. What? That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, he was a state, but gold medal. But they won't give him any water. No. Wow. Now, obviously, stimulants are banned now. Yeah. But this was only the third Olympics. No one had ever tried it before. This is the first Mm. use of performance-enhancer drugs in the Olympics. Okay. In the modern Olympics. And there's only been one attempt to use strychnine in the Olympics since. And that was by a weightlifter from Kyrgyzstan at Rio. 2016 really yeah he won the bronze but you know if they win a medal they get tested so yeah he got tested and got disqualified after winning a bit old school though isn't it going back to that Mm. maybe that's why he thought he wouldn't get caught who knows Mm. wow Mm. okay so that's our gold medalist in second place we have albert corey Mm-hmm. that guy who they didn't know if he was French or American mm-hmm. so for this he was American okay the bronze medal Sorry, went to. before you go on to the bronze did my guy just run a regular marathon no weird stuff no rat poison no carrying no taxis. I believe no he bicycle. just ran a straight race oh bless him yeah okay. so he should be the golf medalist right okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> So then your bronze guy. So your bronze medal went to Arthur Newton, mm. the guy from the 1900 Olympics. Mm. And yeah, didn't manage to get a medal that time. He managed to get the bronze this time. Again, as far as I know, just ran a straight race. Okay. Maybe just all the others were up to so much nonsense, no one even paid attention to these two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't find any controversy about their run. Right fourth place and fifth across the line was Aladdin Carvajal. He was a postman from Cuba. Okay. And he only just made it to the Olympics on time. <laughs> well, because he had to do his round first, or? No. <laughs> when he travelled to the US, he didn't go straight to St. Louis for the Olympics. Instead, he went to New Orleans and gambled all of his money okay so he had to walk and hitchhike to the stadium to compete <laughs> so by the time he got there he's just in his normal clothes and his normal shoes and he's got to run so the best he could do was like cut his trousers down to shorts yeah so that he could run and that was <laughs> it on his way round yeah he was quite the chatterbox yeah, Just chit chatting to the spectators all the time. Some of those spectators were eating peaches. Mm. He asked if he could have one. They said no. So he grabbed two of them and ran off. <laughs> 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 he got hungry again later on. I'm, I'm just, I'm not sure he was fully committed to this marathon, if I'm honest. I don't think so. Because he stopped at an orchard, had a couple of apples, turned out the apples were rotten and made him quite ill. Yeah. So he took a nap to recover. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But after his nap, he carried on. Okay. He carried on, finished fourth. That's not bad. No. And they think he would have set an Olympic record if he'd just run the race. Yeah. Um, world records didn't really exist. Mm. They weren't really recorded. But he could have set the Olympic record. Hmm. But no, had a couple of, couple of snacks, little nap, came forth. It's not bad. No. Hmm other finishers in this race um there's Lentao and Jan Masciani they were Botswana they were the first black African athletes to compete in the World Olympics mm. they were both reported to have run barefoot but there are pictures of Jan Masciani wearing shoes okay so at least one of them had shoes mm. Lentao might have run barefoot. Yeah. Um, now, while he was barefoot, presumably, Lentau was chased a mile off the course by feral dogs. Mm. Yeah. So he had winning potential. Like, if he hadn't been chased off course, a lot of people think he would have won it. Yeah. But because of that, he finished ninth. mm uh, Jan Masciani finished 12th. Okay. Now, if you were running a marathon, how often do you think you drink water? Um... I reckon you should sort of... In, in modern Olympics, when you've got all the sort of water stations, I don't know. Like... Every half mile? See, my answer would have been constantly, because I'd be dying. Yeah, well, obviously. But I'm saying, <laughs> if you were an actually actually, a, an athlete that was doing the Olympics or running a marathon, I don't know, is every half a mile a bit extra to grab a water off the table? I, I don't know. I guess, really, it's just whenever you need your drink. Well, yeah, but it's not always about when you need one. It's about what you have to have, isn't it? Like, it's not really feeling like, oh, I'm thirsty. It's like, you know, I need to keep hydrated at a certain time, it Yeah, so that's whenever you need a drink. Right, okay. Not for these ones. Mm. The only water available to them was a water tower at mile 6 and a well at mile 12. A well? Yeah. They didn't even have the decency to get a bucket of water up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put it out for
0: him. <laughs> Flipping heck. But they were their only chances to drink. That is why he was not allowed water at 10 miles when he wanted it. Right. right. Couldn't, you have, couldn't they have had a water bottle with them? Apparently not. Hmm. Now, this was decided by the director of the games as an experiment in purposeful dehydration. What? And apparently there was a lot of research about it at the time as like something that they thought would improve athletic performance. Oh, my God. So, yeah, they were like, let's give it a go. Let's just not give them any water for 13 miles. Madness. What it actually meant was that the winning time of this race... Is about half an hour slower than the second slowest win in time mm. on record. Yeah. And I wonder how many of them dropped out. Yeah. Well, it's the worst competitor to finisher ratio on Olympic record. Yeah, I bet. And that, along with like the race official and spectator cars following the race... They were all kicking up dust, they're on dirt roads mm. and the athletes have not got water, they're just breathing in all the all the stuff. That meant that Thomas Hicks was not the only near fatality. Mm. Um for William Garcia, breathing all of that in caused such severe internal injuries that he was hospitalised and estimated to be an hour away from bleeding to death. What? Like it shredded his insides. That's terrible. Yeah. What happened to him? He was hospitalised. I think he was fine. He didn't die in the race. Yeah. But suffered for it, clearly. Yeah. And yeah, there were a lot of them that pulled out because of cramps and, mm. you know, just having a bad time breathing in a load of dust off the road. Yeah. So after that, people complained that the race was too dangerous mm. and they called for it to be banned mm. the director of the games agreed oh and said that it was unlikely to be back in 1908 but it was oh and as i said it became the standard for a marathon length and it is one of 12 athletic events to be at every single modern olympic games oh okay that is all I know about the 1904 Olympics and its men's marathon. Wow. Well, I mean, I reckon the ones that did finish were lucky to finish in a way. Even if one of them did travel 10 miles by car. Yeah. Um, Because it sounds absolutely awful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. So I'm going to change some of my facts that I'd planned because... um, Yeah, one of them was sort of talking about the first modern Olympics, which were were held. I was going to give you a date to see if you knew Mm -hmm. if it was correct. So I'm going to get rid of that. What I'm going to do then instead is I'm going to tell you some other information. So one of these is correct Mm -hmm. and two of them are false. Okay, in the 2012 London Games... Um, This was the first Olympics where um, all participating countries sent female athletes. Right. Okay. Um, Women have been allowed to compete in the Olympics since 1896. Right. And um, when the modern games started... um, the Games, rather than our sort of, I don't know, two to three weeks or whatever it is, uh, the Games lasted two to three months. Which one of those is true and which ones are false? So I have a problem with this. Mm. Because I think they're all true. <laughs> oh. So I know that there were women in the 1900 Olympics and there were more than there were in 1904 Uh, were there any in the first one every country sending female athletes I'm sure that was either here or Rio okay and what was the other one two to three months Mm. again I know that this Olympics lasted a couple of months. So you've got a bit of a dilemma, because you think all of them are true. Yeah. Hmm. By the way, I didn't know that this was going to be about the Olympics tonight, but it's weird how I've chosen Olympics. <laughs> or is it, considering the Olympics is on? <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway. Did you say the first one was two to three months, or the first ones? Um, The first ones. In the in the new modern Olympics, okay. So I think. Uh, I think all of the countries sending female athletes might have been Rio. Mm. I'm sure it's really recent, like <laughs> horrifically <laughs> recent. So, what are you going to go with? So I think that was Rio. I think. So you're saying the first ones were two to three months. I think. I think this might be one of your tricky ones where it's more like three to four. Okay. Because I think I read that the 1908 ones were from April to August. Okay. So maybe, oh, were there always women in the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> this has got you stumped the most, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to be a guess, whatever you go for. I think, I'm just not convinced by it, but I'm going to go, the first women were 1896. Okay. So, what's happened here is that I've won the point and you haven't. <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay, so my facts are as follows. Um, the 2012 London Games were the first games that had women from every wow. participating country. So, good old London Olympics. So, that's the correct one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Women have been allowed to compete in the Olympics since 1900. Right. So the second Olympics. And back then, the Games lasted five or six months. Hmm. So April, May, June, July, August is five months. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, on this occasion, you don't get it right. I mean, I was right that they were longer than two to three months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Do you know when the first Olympic Games took place? No. So, this is obviously the old school Olympics. Mm -hmm. The first Olympic Games took place in the 8th century BC in Olympia, Greece. It is a while ago, and they were held every four years for 12 centuries. so long. And then everything was banned. All pagan festivals were banned. So the Olympics were no more. But they did get resurrected 1,500 years later. And that's when they start as 1896. So there you are. Some interesting facts from me to you as well. Yeah. I should have gone with my gut. You should have. Because you (laughs) thought it was London first, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I just was worried that the world is terrible enough that it was more recent than that. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> horrific that it's 2012, Yeah. Isn't it? Let alone, yeah. Anyway, mm, very interesting. Yeah. Should we watch some more Olympics then? Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at TAIK podcast, on Instagram at That's All I Know podcast, and. We'll be back next week. See you. Bye bye.